legacy I don't care if they remember me Only Jesus Welcome to another podcast. I am Dreamwalker1960. Now remember, you can read what's on my podcast at dreamwalker1960.com. You can also listen on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, as well as you can look at my Facebook page under Dreamwalker1960 Podcast. I am also accepting donations at Fundly at fundly.com podcast dash three hashtag. Thanks. Now let's get on with this today's discussion. To reach a full understanding of who those are that are considered the lukewarm, we must come to an understanding of the city of Laodicea itself. It was a city of wealth, made so by trade and a type of manufacturing. It was situated at the crossroads of major trade routes, and so the populace became extremely wealthy. As a result of this luxury, they, complained, they became complacent in their faith and belief in God and His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Does any of this sound familiar? Well, it should. It describes the current state of most of the world we now live within. Not all of it is like this. There are areas of the world that still live in squalor and those within it struggle. However, for the most part, most of the world lives in a style of luxury and have need of little. This is how it was for Laodicea when they were included in the book of Revelations. The city had even been rebuilt from destruction only a few decades beforehand from an earthquake, all done without the help of any outside monies. When taking this imagery into account and following the chronological order of the seven letters I have established in an earlier podcast, we come to a realization that we are in the era of the lukewarm. But to be in that era, there must be those that are lukewarm within it that outnumber those of the other six churches. This is the recognition of why I am here. This is my calling from God, to make those out there that are listening, willing to open up their ears and minds to these truths I have set before you in these podcasts I have done to date. Let's take a look at James 2, from verses 1 through 12. It describes the behavior many live by today who profess to call themselves Christian. They embrace those that reflect worldly wealth, and they turn away from those that are poor and live in rough areas. Within these verses, James makes this reference. James 2, 5. Listen to me, dear brothers and sisters. Hasn't God chosen the poor in this world to be rich in faith? Aren't they the ones who will inherit the kingdom he promised to those who love him? This leads us back to the story of the young rich man I mentioned in another podcast. This is described in Matthew 19 and Mark 10. Why did I make mention of this? Because it describes those that live in Laodicea. It labels those that place the wealth of the world before their own faith in Jesus Christ. It tells us who are the lukewarm. The young man was told by Jesus Christ to follow the commandments. The man replied that he followed them all, and Christ looked upon him with love. So this clearly shows that God loves us all. So then Jesus told the young man to sell all he had and give it to the poor. The young man stood 
and left Jesus in sorrow. Key in on that he turned his back on Jesus Christ and walked away from salvation. This shows that we have an active part in the relationship we have with God through Jesus Christ. What did the young man choose? He chose the world and all it had given him over his own salvation. This is made clear in these verses. Matthew 19, 23-24 Then Jesus said to the disciples, I will tell you the truth. It is very hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. I'll say it again. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Now here it is in the King James. Then said Jesus unto the disciples, Verily I say unto you, that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. Shall hardly means impracticably, impractical, which means impossible to practice or do or carry out. That's from the Oxford Dictionary. And now verse 24. And again I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. The eye of the needle was a gate into Jerusalem. It was too narrow and too low for a camel to use, especially when laden with cargo. Once all the merchandise was removed from the camel, it was doable, but it was difficult. So no one bothered to use this gate into the city with a camel. So the analogy Jesus was making to his disciples gave them a clear meaning of what he was trying to teach them. That being, those that embraced the world with all its riches would rather reject God than to surrender all they had here in this temporal life we now live within. Again, we turn to James. James chapter 4, 1 through 4. What is causing the quarrels and the fights among you? Don't they come from the evil desires at war within you? You want what you don't have, so you scheme and you kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it. So you fight and wage war to take away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. You adulterers, don't you realize that friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God? I say it again, if you want to be a friend of the world, you make yourself an enemy of God. Befriending worldly possessions shows that those that do it are the lukewarm. And so, this was why the glorified Jesus Christ said what he did to those in the church of Laodicea. And thus, since we are now in the age of the lukewarm, it is what the glorified Jesus is saying he is doing to the majority of those that say they are Christian, yet live within mansions here within this temporal earthly realm. When the young man said he followed all the commandments, Jesus looked upon him with love. I know I keep coming back to this point, but it is this point that needs to be understood without question. God loves all of humanity be they rich or poor, 
sinner or saint. That is why we have the Bible. The Bible is the owner's manual of salvation. It is something that those that received these letters when they were first written didn't have. They just had letters. Letters they read and reread, copied and recopied. The Bible is the only book that has so many copies that it has hardly changed and those copies that were found to be false cast aside and called evil. The Bible is nearly 100% pure and accurate. This is the only book in existence that is thousands of years old that can truly boast this. How is this possible if God is not real? How is this possible when those like Josephus mentioned James the half-brother of Jesus when he wrote about him? This is what he said. Festus was now dead, and Albinius was put upon the road, so he assembled the Sanhedrin of judges, and brought before them the brother of Jesus, who was called Christ, whose name was James, and some others, or some of his companions, and when they had formed an accusation against them, as breakers of the law, he delivered them to be stoned. So even outside the Bible, Jesus is called Christ. And from a book thousands of years old that has barely changed, Jesus is called Christ. And he has sent a letter to the lukewarm, saying he will cast them out if they do not turn away from the world and return to him. So turn to Jesus and ask his forgiveness. Do not turn away in sorrow like the young rich man. If you must get rid of your riches and give them to the needy within the body of Christ, then do so. Seek out God through our Savior, for you can only get into heaven through him, Jesus Christ. Now remember, you can read this on dreamwalker1960.com. And if you could help, go to fundly.com podcast dash three hashtag and help out. Thanks. Bye. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. Jesus is the only name to remember.
I don't want to leave a legacy. I don't care if they remember me. Only Jesus.